You have arrived at your destination. Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie, Brendan Jones, and I'm here with Eric Schreiner. Hello. My uh, my esteemed boss, and uh, you might remember him from the Hunter Hunter episode we did, the last anime Hunter Hunter. Yes, but it's Anime April, Eric. Anime April. Not, my brother suggested I should have done anime. That, uh-huh. probably, that probably would have been better. But I couldn't. You can do that too. I could. Yeah. Uh, next year I'll do Anna May, okay. and that'll be the next one. But now it's Anna April. Uh, I'm stuck with it, so that's what's uh, that's what's happening. But uh, today, Eric, we're talking about the ancient Magus's bride. One of my favorites. Yes, it was very good. Uh, 24 episode series uh, that uh, came out over the course of last fall, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and uh, we both enjoyed it very much. We'll be getting into that. Uh, shortly, as in short order, as we go along with uh, first, we're gonna do my anime recommendations for the day. Animation recommendation. We're doing animes today, and I have two since yesterday. Last time I skipped because I knew me and Stephen were gonna go on about Bleach for a while, so I skipped it out. <laughs> um, so, uh, but uh, I have two recommendations for today uh, for everybody out there and for. Anybody in the room that might uh, watch it? Uh, Always looking <laughs> for We are avid anime watchers. Um, but uh, uh, interviews with Monster Girls. I, uh, this was a series from 2017 that I had just caught on to. There's a dub out for on uh, Funimation and Verve. If you have the Verve app, I recommend the Verve app Im- immensely. But um, yeah, so uh, interviews with Monster Girls is basically about a world where demi humans, which are monster people kind of things exist um but we've entered a part in society to where it's just like considered like oh that's just an, a thing people are the born status with. quo yeah that's a thing that some people are born with like uh, you know any sort of uh, uh um you know alien, gift. Di- gift or yeah. gift or disability in some cases sure. uh but uh the, the ones that we learn about i don't know if there's more beyond this but we learn about a snow woman there's a girl who's a snow woman which, oh. is, which is an old school Japanese thing, uh, where women, ghost females that cry tears of, you know, ice and stuff like that. Uh, Snow Woman, there's a Dullahan, which is the uh, Irish myth of basically the headless horseman. So there's a little girl, there's a girl that just has like a little head that she like carries around everywhere, and it's (laughs) kind of adorable. Uh, Vampire Girl, which is the, you know, obvious thing, she has little fangs, but otherwise looks completely normal. And doesn't like the sun. That's the thing. It's like extra mm-hmm. hot. And there's things about them that like where the myths sort of like come into play, and then it, it's pretty interesting. And there's a teacher, a math teacher that is a succubus, uh-huh. uh, who basically has to 
cover up at all times, basically, because she's constantly giving out pheromones and aphrodisiacs to male counterparts and stuff. So, and that's pretty funny. Uh, and it kind of centers around this one teacher, uh, Mr. Takahashi, who's basically like kind of obsessed with demis. But nobody's really done a lot of research with them, like, firsthand. Mm -hmm. And so he, like, sits down and he interviews these girls to, like, kind of learn a little bit and, like, learn a little bit about themselves. Because they, you know, just they just sort of live their life, obviously. But then they start to learn certain things about them. And uh, it's, it's very, very lovely. It's a very mm -hmm. small, key, small key slice of life anime with some fantastical things thrown out a lot of comedy so it sounds good yeah it's a good time I, I recommend it for anybody I recommend the dub for anybody the dub is quite good so uh, if you don't like reading on here on when you're watching your anime there's some people <laughs> who doesn't that don't. like reading I, I do I, I enjoy reading it and hearing <laughs> the actual voices but there's some people that don't so it's fully dubbed it's all gotcha. ready and set um, and it's really good so interviews of monster girls check that out but one that just another one my second anime recommendation um, which started uh, this spring. Yeah, I think it was the first week of April. Same was same time as My Hero Academia, season three. Uh, yeah, which is um, uh, Megalobox, which is a 50th anniversary series of Ashito Nojo, which is a boxing anime. It's the most famous boxing anime, like out there or whatever about this guy named Joe who goes boxing and you know he's like uh, he's gonna be the best boxer ever. Blah blah blah. 50th. Yeah, 50th anniversary of this Amazing. thing. Yeah, it was 50 years ago in a manga that this thing was done. And yeah, it's been having animes like, it's kind of like Loop on the Third. It's just been having animes again and again, refurbished and everything like that. But this uh, centers around um, uh, a sort of a, not a post, a pretty utopian type of future, but there's slums and stuff like that. It's retrofuturism. That's the term I wanted. Because uh, it's sort of like if if it, if it was the future from the '80s, that's kind of what it is. Everybody's got like a box TV and VHS tapes and stuff like that. But it's uh -huh. like in the future, so like everything they got flying cars and you know metropolises and stuff like that, cybernetics and things. Mm -hmm. um, and Megalobox is the most like that's like the big sport of everything, and it's basically just boxing. But they have like gear on their arms that like. It's sort of like, not cybernetic, but like, you know, just like frames around their arms that like help them punch a lot harder and stuff like that. So, um, and that's, that's kind of the premise, but it's just about this one guy who just is this slummy old, the old Rocky story. He's a slummy right. old boxer and he's going to make it to the top of the Megalo Box thing. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> I'm around. That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool though. I really like it. It's very Cowboy Bebop in its um, presentation. Mm -hmm. uh, and I definitely recommend that for anybody out there, so for sure. And that's my two anime recommendations. And thanks out, shout out to Mitch for pointing out Megalobox to me because he pointed that out. Apparently, there was a bunch of ads on Verb that were that were pushing it out, and he told me to check it out, and it was really good. So, uh, yeah, the Shito Nojo. I'm probably gonna jump into all that too. So that's gonna be fun. Uh, but that's it for our anime recommendation um i don't have a lot of news i'm gonna cover the news next week screw it we're gonna do okay. that we're gonna do that we're, we're ready to dive in we're just gonna dive in eric we're gonna mm -hmm. dive in to some ancient magus's bride um and next week i'll have all the news for all the stuff that's happening so uh let's do that shall mm -hmm. we um, yes let's so ancient magus's bride what is this show um 
essentially, uh, I, I guess it's a show. Uh, well, it's tough to say. Uh, well, I mean, it's easy to describe the show, but it's tough to say, like, what... I, I haven't really noticed an anime that's very similar to this in a lot of ways. Uh, it's not Slice of Life. It's sort of fantasy adventure, I guess. Is that what you would There are it? folks who, who, who talk about Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah. Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke. Yeah. Very There's much a like fantasy that. element. Yes. This is a very fantasy element. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Brought to yeah. us by Wit Studio, which is the mm-hmm. same studio that uh, does Attack on Titan and Cabanari uh, uh, of the Iron Fortress. Uh, two great anime, beautifully done anime, like just beautiful to look at, which mm-hmm. is very a staple of this one as well. <laughs> like, right. Absolutely it's, gorgeous. It's gorgeous to look at this thing. Um, Based off of a manga, I haven't, I don't have his name up in front of me, but uh, based off of a manga series, obviously, um, and uh, it, I, I don't, I think it sort of deviates from the manga quite a bit, actually. Um, I, I'm not too sure. The, I feel like the manga is sort of like a light novel kind of a manga, than mm-hmm. more so than like the kind of action adventure type stuff that happens. Um, but uh, it's uh, it's hard to say. I guess it's still all in. Yeah, I guess it's all still has all the same characters in it, but um, yeah. I I also heard that it deviates yeah. quite a bit. It takes a lot of liberties. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot mm-hmm. of liberties is what happens. But basically, what we have uh, it's a story of two people, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, Chise Hattori and Elias Ainsworth. Um, uh, Chise being your normal uh, half Japanese girl. Um, that, that with red hair, mm-hmm. uh, and because uh, yeah, you know that's that's how it, it has should. to be gorgeous. It, it has to be gorgeous. It you has need to be colors like, like that. Yes, it be. needs to be like pink or soft colors or mm-hmm. hot colors like that. Um, but she say, uh, you come into the story. She basically doesn't want to live, uh, which is you know very disheartening. Obviously, um, this is a girl that is basically she tried to commit suicide and she was stopped by a person and said, hey. Uh, you don't want your life. How about you give it to somebody who might want it? And yes. you're like, and you're like, what? Like, what's this? So that, that's not an option. That's not an option. So basically, <laughs> yeah, basically, she's being auctioned off into this obviously like magical realm type of uh, uh, auction because she's seeing like fairies and stuff in cages and stuff as she's being led out onto the auction plank, but. It's it's a really odd tone because obviously like she's selling herself off into slavery mm-hmm. for some reason yeah. and but it's sort of like just business as usual kind of a thing in this yeah. normal like I don't know it's very weird. Uh, she is then purchased by a mage by the name of Elias Ainsworth, a uh, very tall dude uh, wears a dapper suit, very dapper. <laughs> And a wolf skull face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was a mask at first. I thought it was just something that he wore. As so, as did I. Yeah, I thought it was just like this awesome mask. It's like a wolf skull with like deer antlers deer on antlers, it. Deer antlers, yeah. And it just looks really cool. And then you learn like, no, that's his face. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> right. that's what his face is. Um, yeah. Black skin. Uh, but yeah, just, just dressed as really dapper though. Even white gloves. Yep, white, white gloves. White gloves. Very, very proper. Yeah. Awesome robe. He just looks mm-hmm. dope. He just looks like yeah, an awesome Yeah, he's dude. very cool looking. He's very cool looking. Um, and he purchases Chise. Um, and immediately like sort of just sets this tone of like, it's really weird because he, he says like, 
you know, there's no reason to keep your head down anymore. Like you're right. part of you're part of this family now. Right. Um, and you're going to be my bride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're going to be my apprentice and you're also going to be my bride. That's that's like the premise of this whole thing. And it it's really weird. <laughs> it is. Like, it's the strangest it, premise. Um, I, it's it's so hard to like come in to. Exp- I, I remember explaining the first few episodes to a friend of mine, and mm-hmm. they're just like, "This doesn't sound like a good no. person." Like it doesn't, but he is. Right. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it to people. Yes, it, it, it's very challenging for yeah. that because of all the context that you're thrown in, and then the behaviors that seem to be a little bit counter to that context which is like this is all seems as you said very very normal in this world right so we're thrown in yeah kind of to this and it's done in such a quiet way yeah there's not a whole lot of fanfare right. so a lot of silence and in, in mm-hmm. you know in the dialogue a yeah. lot of you know held shots stills yeah still and shots. so you're just you know yeah. you're going along and for for the period <laughs> for a period you're like it's like being on a lazy river right you're just kind of drifting along and looking at What's happening around you, which is fantastic, right? And yeah, gorgeous, but yeah. it's also odd. Yeah, it's very odd. They, they, they set a beautiful tone of uh, you know, like because you know he just purchased this woman, which is sad and yeah, horrible. She wanted and, like, to die. And she it's wanted like, to die, and she doesn't really care that she's being sold into slavery. She even says it. It's like I don't care so long as I'm not. Maybe I'll have a bed to lay down into. Right, know, cool. You know, she's like she just has this no no will to live whatsoever. But then he transports her to his villa outside of uh, London, outside of late England, yeah. and like just takes her, like just like poofs her chains off, and is just like, "Hey, you're you're part of this family now." And it's like this beautiful thing, and I'm just like, "Wait, <laughs> you just <laughs> how did we get here?" Yeah, and yeah. It, it, it's it's two sort of sort of broken people kind of fixing each other in a lot of ways. Um, one that was broken by experience and one that was sort of born broken and has been trying to mend himself into something that he doesn't know what he, what, what he is basically. Mm -hmm. Um, you, you sort of learn as the course of this goes that Elias doesn't feel at all. Yeah. He just sort of mimics what feeling is and what politeness is. He has learned to behave correctly. Yes. Um, for the most part, yeah, and the, we get into that yeah, in the exactly. future. But for the most part, he has learned to behave as into a level where he has become gentlemanly mm-hmm. in his presence. Yes, right, which is the clothes and all the things that are there to show you mm-hmm. that he's a proper gentleman. Yes, he knows how to be a proper gentleman. Yeah. Now the feelings of that inside are just vacant. Yeah. Right. He, so it's it's acting. Yeah, he's he's just acting the whole time. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 very interesting because he doesn't have any real feeling. He does have a few, it seems. Like some things that he's learned, there's a little bit of humility to him. Like he understands when like he's in trouble about something. Yes. Uh he understands like base emotion, I think, in some re- re- He can recognize it. Yeah, he can recognize threat. Uh, you know, things that an animal would be able to recognize. He's, he's able yeah. to do that when he's being threatened or scared by something, which is kind of... He has of, the capacity for self-reflection. Yes. And, 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 and all of that. So yeah. he has, he has that, you know, good brains. Mm-hmm. The brains yeah. are working and, but the emotional core he knows is missing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he feels that not only will having a, a student, but also a bride will be able to teach him about that emotional end of him. So he... He just sort of approached it in a manner of like, what would a scientist do? And like a right. non-feeling, 
creep like Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty. Like, what would he do? Well, he'd experiment. He'd like go get something. Like, what's a? I'll go get a bride, and then I'll figure out how that whole right. love thing it's an works. Experiment yeah. to a certain extent. <laughs> yeah. And remember, he pays an in, an enormous sum for. Her, yes. Yeah. Far beyond what anybody is bidding. And, yeah. And that little mystery as to why. Yeah. Is, is 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 unveiled? I can't remember how far in, uh, but pretty quickly. I think it's like first or second, two. first yeah, yeah. or second mm-hmm. or so. Uh, she turns out to be a sleigh beggy, which is the funniest. You know, like this, I, <laughs> yeah. I haven't figured that one out, Brandon. You yeah. can help me. Well, it's an Irish lore kind of. A okay, thing. thank it's you. A, yeah, help it's me a, out. It's a form of <laughs> it's a form of fae or fairy, right? Uh, that is basically uh, akin to other fairies and sort of. Um, Puts out, I guess in our in our world it would be like pheromones. So like things of fae and fairy land sort of fall in love with her at like first sight. Yes, in a manner. And love is not the same thing for fairies as it is for people. It's more like infatuation. It's like mm-hmm. you know, like oh, I like that right. thing. That thing's nice. And like, the magical rules of this world, yeah, are that the magus, yeah, uses. The connection with the, yes. the fairy world, right? To 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 you know, utilize magic, yeah, to have magic, and, and mm-hmm. there are sorcerers in here, and yeah. and maguses, and yeah. all and kinds of witches. We found we found out witches, witches way and they all have kind of different rules for how they yeah. obtain their magical powers. Alchemists, alchemists which I find yeah. really cool because yes. generally you have one or the other, and mm-hmm. you, you know, and and I love the interplay between these different things. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, mm-hmm. And they're you know as they you know as they live together in this house uh, and, and and learn about magic and things, which yeah. is. It's this lovely home, and she gets to, like, learn stuff, and it's just not what she was basically expecting being sold into slavery, let's say. Right. Uh, but not really um, not really championing anything beyond, like, well, I wanted to die. She still is just like, I don't really care if I live. Well, you know, if you think about it, ways. at that point, she's almost as neutral as he is emotionally. Yes. Like, as they come together yes. in this situation... They're both kind of hollow. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't take long for Chisei to start to recognize that she's got something very surprising yeah. uh, that's come into her life. Yes. That she starts to, 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 yeah. to lean into it a little bit mm-hmm. and, and appreciate where she happens to find herself at this point. Yes, yeah. Which Against is, all odds yeah, for her. Exactly. Yeah. Which is interesting because like we sort of learn pretty quickly that you know, like the, the whole sleigh beggy thing has... Sort of been a burden to her from birth. Yeah, that backstory. The yeah. backstory of just how these things she's able to see these things that nobody else can see because the fairy world is invisible to right. normal people. But did you happen things. to catch the OVA? I did. The three, yes. So there's a three episode. Yes, the library. Yeah, of the forest library. Mm-hmm. Um, those who seek not a distance or something. Something like that. Like that. Something yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Um, and I. Just yeah. to tell my story of coming into this was, yeah. I found that very quickly. I found yeah. I found it very interesting, just the cover art, and I, you know, yeah, you know me, I'm I a junkie, it. yeah. So I watched it, mm-hmm. and the backstory was told there, yeah, um, but in very disjointed fashion. But yeah. you get you get to see how because she is this special uh, uh, being, yeah, and very rare, mm-hmm. um, like a once a century kind of uh, uh, birth, yeah. And, she she loses everything because mm-hmm. of how her family has to deal with what she can see and yeah. what she can see are yeah. all the 
yeah. fairy folk and yeah. and all the supernatural things that are yeah. going on around her. Sea and influence too, because there's bad things that like kind of want to eat her and want to. Like, and they're suck very her power. attracted to her, yeah. so they're not just passing by; they're yeah. coming to to interact with her constantly. Yeah. Um, and and that the OVA, uh, yeah. by the way, just yeah. in terms of a three part series for sure was fantastic it's setting the tone for this it was brilliant i think it aired before the 24 did. episodes and then, and, and then i watched and mm-hmm. I, I got my experience is i got the first episode yeah and then i waited something like four months and every time i would go to see what was you know updated in my queue right i was like trolling this thing right like and i and i never gave up hope because i was yeah. fascinated by it right i mean, just love the tone that they had set yeah and then i've got the two more mm-hmm. and yeah. i kind of got i got even more jazzed yeah and then i had to wait again yeah which was like months again because <laughs> wit studio does this to us i was, don't know why wit studio it, does it was this. great but i i hung on the I hung on the line man yeah i, I yeah. just kept going and waiting and hoping this thing would show up mm-hmm um, yeah. And I remember talking to you about it very early on. Yes. Saying, oh, yeah. It's only one episode, but I loved it, right? <laughs> you did. You did forever ago. It actually was yeah. like, it was a year ago, I think you were talking about. Yeah. It it, it, yeah. And, and so the that three episodes mm-hmm. is about, she say when she's, oh, I don't know, a young girl. Yeah. And she is with adopt an adopted family by that time, I believe. Yeah. Foster care. Foster like care. Mm-hmm. And she's she has this experience. Going into a forest, yeah, and uh, finding a library in the middle of nowhere, yeah, and she's she's getting there um, uh, in the evening as things start to get a little more intense for her in, yeah. in 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 this, and she comes into this library. She's welcome into this library, and it's sanctuary, like in yeah. the most intense version of that yeah. right it's yeah. silent it's calm it's a library yeah sitting in the middle of a grove of trees <laughs> yeah but for some reason the bad things can't come in they can't come in there yeah right mm-hmm. and where she meets the librarian mm-hmm. um who is obviously a, a mystic of some kind yeah. who's doing research and it's a wonderful story in and of itself yes. i don't remember all the details but i, I sure. remember enjoying the heck out of the story there agreed and i was hooked Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, to take us backwards, but no, it's but fine. For me, that was part yeah. of this experience. Was well, if you re if you can watch those mm-hmm. before I going in, I think they're worth it. Which is weird because it, yeah, it's it, it's an interesting thing because like it does help with the rest of the story a little bit better, even though it takes place like right in the middle of the story. Like because Ruth is already there, Chise is already kind of accustomed to living with Elias. Uh, she's already met Angelica. You know, it's like the the things of where the framing is. It's like, oh, we're already into the series, but this is a great origin story for Chise and like right. why you understand why she's in this. Why sort she of, wants yeah, to, yeah, well, that, die ostensibly, right? And all that. Yeah, why yeah. is she giving up her life for this? It sort of tells you that like straight off, and then you just kind of get to then you get to experience what leads her up to this point of. Not wanting to die. So this place where she has found herself yeah. is extremely welcoming to yeah. her in yeah. a lot of ways. Yes. And um, you can really sense that the beginning of a new thing is about to, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's here. Yeah. And yeah. I feel she stays reserved, but but mm-hmm. very, very early on. You could start mm-hmm. to see her yeah. leaning in a bit. Yeah. Like, is this really something that's going to be my life from now on? Right. I can't believe it. <laughs> Because she starts having all these like friend bases kind of come out of this yes, in a lot of ways. Angelica, exactly. Angelica, and like mainly Angelica Varley, who's a, a client or a, um, a a prospector for um, uh, Elias, who 
she makes magical items, basically. That's her craft. She's a blacksmith mm-hmm. of magical totems and can infuse things with her her familiar fairy and things right. like that. So mm-hmm. I love her familiar, too, by the way. The little, yeah, really little great design. Water fairy that she mm-hmm. gets above her shoulder. It's great. So, yeah, uh, that's the other thing is uh, Ruth. Uh, Ruth is another really good one. Uh, so, basically, people have familiars. They can have familiar fairy, people who can, you know, see fairies and stuff like that, can have a familiar fairy mm-hmm. or a familiar being that mm-hmm. sort of fuses with them and then they have their memories, their feeling, not all their memories, but like they can fuse memory in a certain way, their feelings, how they're feeling about something, they kind of share that. Yeah. Um, and um, Chise ends up getting a black, through the course of like her adventures, uh, this dog named, uh, what was his name before he was Ruth? I can't remember what it was. Uh, but he was a dog in a the regular... Black Grim. Yeah. He, he was a dog in the regular world mm-hmm. that was just owned by this girl, and that was his sister, quote-unquote. And then she died, and he ended up just kind of dying at her grave. But right. because he was so distraught over it, he didn't know he died, and he s- was made into a black wolf, which is a um, a black dog, which is an Irish mm-hmm. lore of a, a thing that... Um, Church guard dog. Yeah, a, Chase a, away grave robbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a psycho pump, which basically guides uh, yes. afterlife people to the afterlife. So, mm-hmm. uh, and through the course of a story, he uh, finds Chise. He gives him the new name Ruth, and they fuse together. And well, in, 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 in Ainsworth yeah. recommends it yes. for her safety, which is an interesting. I found this to be an interesting yeah. point because you get the feeling that he's trying to have this deep relationship with her now right immediately once they accept each other and make the their pact right they're closer than yeah he is right her. i mean they're yeah. much closer right but it doesn't seem very how would you say this yeah. is part of Ainsworth, right yeah it doesn't seem like he's jealous right or anything of that relationship it's just yeah. very accepted and he, yeah. and he goes on because he get, and i think the reason is he understands like the fellowship of a familiar because mm-hmm. it's a fae sort of thing that's a good point so he understands that it's like oh that's just that's what fae it's very different than yeah. what and also ruth is useful he can protect chise and i want chise protected yes and that's so that that's why i think he's totally fine with yeah. ruth yeah whereas with uh, stella not so much later on down Right, the right, right, right. Which is and, crazy. And Ruth can take a human, the form of a human. Yeah, yeah. Teenage boy. Teenage boy, yeah. I would say he's yeah, yeah. Yeah. young but, adult. Yeah, it's funny because he starts off older. Like, he kind of has, like, an older yeah, he, look. He, and then he, like, kind of shrinks down for Chise. Like, after right. with his new form. Um, I do love the human form stuff, actually. Because that's interesting about Elias. Um, mm-hmm. He's seen... The thing about Ainsworth is that he's only able to seem to take human form of something he's familiar with. Mm-hmm. which is, I don't know if that's the only thing he can do or if that's something he chooses to do. Because uh, he takes a form that sort of looks like Simon, like in the face, and it has like longer Simon hair. Simon is... Simon is the um, the priest. The that, priest. Like, yeah, that yes. takes care of him. Mm-hmm. Which I thought Simon was going to be... He doesn't end up being this, spoilers. Uh, but I thought Simon was going to be end up being a much more kind of a ruthless handler like, right. later on. He, yeah, because he he's the, supposed to be he's the guy like the, the church like oh we got to keep an eye on that mage basically right so he would always show up and like oh and also Elias like makes medicines for people and stuff right. like that for the towns just to keep people off his back because he doesn't really care <laughs> he doesn't really care <laughs> but uh, but you know it's like it's it's useful to like give it to him and he finds it very. Droll and annoying, right? Yes, yeah, like, oh, but he does it. Yeah, Simon's here. I better give him his medicine so he leaves me alone. Mm-hmm. Basically, 
Um, but he's very polite about it. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, yeah. like he, he, he amounts his frustrations, but he's very much like, oh, come in, have tea. Here's the medicine you wanted. All right, bye. And just like, all right, he's out of my hair. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but, I'm not quite sure, and, and, yeah. and I don't think they, they ever really get to revealing too much about the structure of how the church... Yeah. They, they seem to be a watchdog society overall, the people who use magic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're at assigned least, people. At, yeah. least the, at least in that area. Yeah, right. To make sure that like, mages yeah, so aren't just going say, haphazardly. I don't yeah. know. I have not seen any kind of hint of like very deep religious kind of portions to that. But, yeah. you know, it, they're really there to yeah. keep watching with things. I, I really thought he was going to end up being like this, this dude. Like, because when you start to see Elias kind of go kind of a little haywire towards the middle, I thought... Simon was going to be the guy to kind of like he had some kind of like totem right yeah, like yeah, some yeah. kind of like the power of Christ compels you <laughs> I, type I, of I thing thought, I thought to, so too yes. yeah so uh, but th- he he turns out just to kind of be a guy who is just in, a little bit in over his head with this whole thing <laughs> like which I liked kind of like a yeah a magical meter reader <laughs> right kind of comes yeah. in and checks things <laughs> like it's like everything okay all right um, good all right you Let's, sure I'm gonna <laughs> you watch yourself yeah, yeah. right yeah yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like Angelica a lot. Uh, I just want to talk about the B characters mm-hmm, a little mm-hmm, bit before mm-hmm. we get into the main, because the majority of this is going to be about Chise and, and Elias, because yeah. that's the, that's the meat of the whole Elias thing. Elias and Ains. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, Angelica is, uh, she kind of takes a motherly or big sisterly take mm-hmm. to Chise almost immediately, um, because she sort of sees their relationship as troublesome. Yeah, um, she's not very convinced about this whole thing at yeah. all. She's a little sketched yeah. out by it. She, she she doesn't, you know, she she obviously is not down with the slavery end of it. <laughs> no, definitely and, against that. Yeah, yes. and she's not afraid to voice her opinion to Ainsworth at all, and he's... Sort of scared of her in a lot of ways. He like, is. It's like yeah. with yeah, because like when she's angry, he's kind of like want her mad. Yeah, he's yeah. timid. He's very timid towards her. Like oh, oh, all right. <laughs> like which is yeah. funny. I, I, yeah, I do love the comedic parts where they go all cutesy. Like yes, they for, do. For some reason, they I love time them very well. They do. Yeah, yeah. And, and because it's such a in, in the many cases a very somber. There are somber stretches mm-hmm. like yeah. that. It really provides a yeah. good punctuation. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's very nice. Uh, Angelica is is very nice. She's very motherly towards Chise in a lot of ways. Um, she's tough. And, yeah, she's tough. She, she's, she's broad shouldered. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, like she lives out loud. Yeah, yeah. She, she looks like a she looks like a Smith, like a Smith's daughter. You mm-hmm. know, she's big, broad, tall, like about. She comes up to like Ainsworth's neck, who's yeah, like yeah. fucking he's, he's, yeah. yeah. So it's nuts. Uh, Lindell, I absolutely love Lindell. Um, he is the guardian of the dragon realm. And uh, Elias's first teacher for uh, magic, um, and he just I well first of all if you're if you're played by Todd Haberkorn in the in the um, English dub I'm already gonna love you anyway because that's that's Natsu that's Death the Kid that's like all my favorite characters so mm-hmm. if Todd Haberkorn's playing you probably gonna enjoy your character but uh, he's he's very he's kind of like an old wanderer an old immortal yeah mage. he's, a, he's... Yeah. He's immortal, definitely. Yeah. He's been around for yeah. the beginning since the beginning of time. Yeah, centuries. And he's the one that found very soft spoken. Yeah. Yeah. And uh He found Elias. He's even older than Elias, mm-hmm. or seemingly. Yes. Uh because he found Elias pretty much when 
they think he was born. They're not certain, though, around the same time he was born. Yeah, he'd been around for a while. For a little bit. As we find out later on. Wandering. Doing things. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But Lindell is... um, He's, he, he was, obviously, he was uh, Elias's teacher in the, in the magic arts, mm-hmm. um, and he sort of teaches Chise in a lot of ways. And, uh, he things. does teach Elias to be yeah. human. Human, yeah. As, as you might say, like, to mm-hmm. behave and act with a conscience. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they are together for many, it, it appears, centuries, centuries yeah. that they're yeah, together was... um, as, a, as a team, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, as well as, I mean, he lives in the Land of Dragons. Yes. Which is um, basically a squirreled-away place in, in the magical world there where all the dragons have gone to to be safe. Yeah. From, yeah, yeah. From exactly. the normal society of humans. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, and then there's Silver. Uh, Silver Lady, uh, who mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silver is the silent maid of the house. Uh, she's a silky spirit, um, mm-hmm. which is uh, a type of spirit that basically bonds to a house. It's basically a house spirit. They bond to a house, and they take care of the house and stuff like that. Um, originally a banshee. Originally a banshee. I love her story. And now well, she doesn't. Yeah. Those banshees are yeah. loud. Yeah. She's, she's not. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I love that story. We might get into that later, but mm-hmm. I love that, that singular story of hers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the friend base, I guess. There's also Renfred and Alice. Um, uh, Renfred is an alchemist. Uh, mm-hmm. Sort of starts off as an antagonist in certain ways, but it's sort of just the same thing of... He doesn't like Elias. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't like, like Elias. He, yeah, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't like Elias. He doesn't like this plan of like... He yeah, thinks he's I... manipulating Chise in a lot of ways. And, yeah. yeah. And but then, with very, very strong ethics of his own yeah. that he follows. Yeah. Very rigorously. Yeah. Then there's Alice, Alice, who becomes friends with Chise. Is the she's the apprentice of uh, of Renfred, mm-hmm. uh, so an apprentice uh, alchemist, let's say, kind of a tough lady. Uh, grew up on the street, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, very dedicated to her teacher. Yes, yeah, yeah. Who basically got her off the street and mm-hmm. got her off of drugs. There's a whole. I love that whole thing of her going cold turkey and him taking yeah. care of her and stuff like that. Like, yeah. There was something about her that he saw, and he didn't get to see a whole lot of their relationship in a lot of ways. No, but it's set up really well. I mean, the yeah. ties bind very, yeah. very tightly. Yeah. Right? In such a small space, they do that. Yeah. Fantastic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and before we get in, let's 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 talk about these two characters and how they, um, I guess, coexist and how they, you know teach each other and uh, become better right. by the end of this whole thing. I, right. It's hard to say. I, I don't know where to even... I guess we'll just go through the story as how it goes, but... Uh, right. Man, I, I love the way this works. So in this setting, I yeah. want to talk a little bit about the setting. Absolutely. Because I think it's all part and parcel of the Absolutely. whole thing. Sure. And I'm just going to give you my impressions because mm-hmm. I thought about this. Um, it appears like nobody has anything to do in this world. <laughs> Have you notice? It's true. It's it's yeah. very pastoral in that mm-hmm. way. So nobody's rushing to and from anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's like a lazy river. You can picture yeah. yourself on a canoe, not paddling, just floating down the river. Yeah. And you're watching all these amazing things. Yeah. Now, that was the impression that I got. Mm-hmm. There are pe- periods of action which are very mm-hmm. intense as well. Yeah. But generally, the tone of this is very calm. Yeah. And you're, you're following these characters through what I would call... 
uh, as close as you can to their daily lives. Now, yeah. they're, they're fantastic lives. Yeah, yeah but, exactly. But I mean, their daily lives. And there's mm-hmm. a sense of an overwhelming for me, based on how they've set the lighting and everything, the sense of very, it's a very calm mm-hmm. um, yeah. place. Yeah. For, I, I don't know what your still, impressions were. Oh, yeah. Still beauty. It's, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just like a, like a painting, basically. Um, right. Time sort of flows throughout the series in montages in a lot of ways. Right. Um, you, you, through the through the cascade of like, oh, it's taking. They'll tell you, oh, it's taking weeks to make this potion, mm-hmm. uh, but it sort of just kind of flows within a, a matter of a minute. But it's just like day night, day night, day night as they're making these potions or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get the sense that like time is passing. Obviously, there's the uh, the, the winter solstice episode where like they kind of do all these things and they uh, they avoid this. Like, yeah, this 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 walking uh, mate or this walking. I think it's Hearn the Hunter actually, which is an old Irish mm-hmm. legend of a half man, half deer, and he's like got this woman on his back, and like you're supposed to avoid contact with them and right and, and like offer them something, but they don't say any of it. They just show it to you, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Like they mention it, like one of the fairies mentioned, oh don't don't look out for the lady of the woods. And they mention it, like the beginning of the episode, and then like halfway through, like during a montage where music is playing, they just kind of like. Hide over in a bush while the, the lady passes by. <laughs> right, it's like, exactly. So it's like time is passing and you're seeing these things, but you're only pulled into the story the, when something big happens. The mythology's global. Yeah, like uh, it's it's very cool. Like yeah. in that, so there's so much. Yeah, to to look at mm-hmm. and so much to, yeah. to think about as it goes through. Yeah, but I I'm struck with that tone being mm-hmm. this kind of calm, mm-hmm. which is again. This is where Chise finds herself mm-hmm. after a life of running around and being freaked out and panicked about everything that was going on. Yeah. Everybody around her. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Having trouble dealing with what she could see and what she could do. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like this, this just my, you know, uh, I think they're doing this intentionally. Yeah. To show you yeah. these periods of calm. Yeah. And oh, absolutely. To kind of pull you into yeah. that, that sense of it's a sunny day and there's... Mm-hmm. Or a night with fireflies, or yeah. you know, uh, the cicada, uh, yeah. you know, soundtrack, <laughs> there's, there's you know, which cicada. is like, <laughs> yeah, you know, and 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 that that sense of 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 these periods of peace, yeah. they're very important, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, because it's in the periods of peace where the relationship is built, and mm-hmm. it isn't, in, in, and they need to be there, or else you wouldn't believe any of this, right? And it's in these periods of hardship, yeah, or challenge where yeah. it's tested, yeah. Right, so you have these periods where it's calm, and you're kind of okay. It's very mm-hmm. slice of life, right? Um, and then it gets tested. Yeah, and it happens back and forth. Yeah, um, with a couple. Exactly. So that's that's kind of what I want to say. Because yeah. I no, feel like absolutely. the setting really, yeah, absolutely, really plays a a, a part in this. Yeah. The, the tone plays a part in this, and it 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 comes like the 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 challenges come very hard and very furious because. Uh, and I, I like how they kind of explain this, but mm-hmm. they don't directly explain it. But just the idea that, like, when she was passively going through life, she would encounter these mm-hmm. things that wanted to harm her. Now she's actively going towards them, so right. they're going to come hard at her, basically. So, and right. so it's like she's just walking, like the episode with Ruth. She's just walking through a graveyard where the where this magical thing is happening, and immediately yes. immediately is happened upon by this de- this creepy amorphous yeah. demon thing that wants to eat her it's a huge <laughs> switch for her yeah they were watching uh um her go from 
being afraid to curious. Yeah. And how that curiosity sometimes gets her in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's a very, she switches from this very isolated, turned off yeah. kind of numb person. Mm-hmm. In, 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 in this kind of place where, where Ainsworth has brought her, where she has started connecting with people mm-hmm. who don't seem to run away, who understand what she understands. Right. She begins to develop a, a personality of very generous. Yeah. Um, Caring, kind, mm-hmm. yeah. self-sacrificing still. Yes, yes. And that becomes one of the major issues throughout the narrative. Yeah. She's very self-sacrificing. Yes, yeah. She she doesn't, con- she concerns herself more with others yes. than she does herself. And she didn't have others prior to this. That's the right. thing. So she kind of treasures them kind of above her own safety. And that, right. you know, obviously causes pain to those that are around her, including Elias. Absolutely. You know, so mm-hmm. it, it it's interesting because like Elias understands that and like that's the weird thing about it. Like he gets like why she's that way and but it doesn't stop the fact that, you know, he wants to protect her and you know, one of the like, great man, ways why this yeah. as you would say, love story yeah. of a kind works mm-hmm. with these two very broken people yeah. is that common ground of some understanding of what it's like to be completely Yeah. Emptied. Yes. Inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that's the common ground they base a lot of the relationship on. Yeah. Just, just from my, no. my, my take. Absolutely. Agreed. Because it's there and, yeah. and, and you go, you're watching this, this thing unfold and you're going, well, what do they have in common really? Well, they <laughs> yeah. have all this, this fairy world and, mm-hmm. and all those things. And, and there is a real important, she must be taught this. Yeah. Um, yeah. because, it's dangerous. It's dangerous to like have this thing and these things after. And her she's so that. naive mm-hmm. in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, even though yeah. she's been around it her whole life, she doesn't know anything about it. Yeah, she was never taught anything about it. She just knows she sees these things that no one else sees, yeah. and everyone else sort of fears her for that because ah, oh, she's the weirdo. That she's sees very stuff. creepy. Yeah. yeah, she's creepy. She sees the other the things, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, and you don't get that tone throughout the series too. You get that in the the. Uh, the library, uh, oh, three-parter. Definitely. And that's what I think the library does very well, is that it sort of gets that tone of, like, other people seeing her as creepy and scary. Right. Because she sees things. What a weirdo. Right, the foster family yeah. is really... Yeah. In, at De- night, debating what to do about her. Right, And she's yeah. listening to this. Yeah. And she knows she's just going to be going on to the next place and the next place. Yeah. Fast forward six, six or seven years, and there yeah. she is, right? Yeah. And, in, in the uh, auction being yeah. purchased by yeah. and then involved in something that is considered a family isn't just like a, right. a burden mm-hmm. it's a, it's a thing that Elias it, it's so bizarre because she's a thing that Elias wants definitely true and she's okay with that yes. but then they both become more than that as it goes along which is what I love which is why right. Angelica and, and uh, Renfra they have this aversion to this relationship and it's like you don't need to be co- like they keep trying to kind of coaxing her away from him in a lot of ways. They are. Like, you don't need to be dependent upon him, but she sees in him what's in her, and she's very he's very much in need of her as she's in need of him. It's very yes. very symbiotic relationship between Very the two. much so. And and it, I love it. It's the centerpiece, <laughs> obviously, mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's gonna happen. There's yeah. the dramatic irony. Right. Yeah. You know, because um, we learn as their backstories go on, as, as mm-hmm. specifically Elias's backstory goes along, we yeah. learn things about him. Right. Yeah. And we learn they have reason to be afraid yes. of him and his <laughs> motivations. Yeah. Yes. And um, 
So mm-hmm. as we as we do that, mm-hmm. we have to watch as she uncovers some of these realities. Yes. What's she going to do? What's she going to do about that? And mm-hmm. she seems to handle it better than most people in a lot of ways. Much better. Um, because of, I think, of that understanding yes. of that emptiness that underlies yeah. it all. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so th- it wouldn't be complete. We talked about the um, the, the dangers. Uh, so series wouldn't be complete without a villain. Yes. And this villain, I think, is the perfect... I, I, lo- I love when I... This is what makes a good villain. People always say, it's a villain. That he, it's, people always have a thing of like what makes a good villain. But a villain is only as good as the place he's put into. Let's say, you know, in the, in the story that he's placed, he's only as good as that puzzle piece that he's there. If you threw the Joker at Superman, what would happen? Superman would backhand him and throw him into jail in yeah, like a yeah. second. It wouldn't work. No, um, it wouldn't. It, it wouldn't work in a lot of ways. Uh, but... Uh, the reason he's good against Batman is because Batman is about justice and order and he is chaos, and that's the whole reason it works. I agree. Um, the, pro- like the, the, the reason Cartophilius, or Joseph, mm-hmm. uh, the wandering Jew, as he is known in lore, mm-hmm. uh, Cartophilius is this immortal being uh, that is creepy, he's a child, he's spoiled... Uh, he he doesn't care about the laws of nature and magic. He perverts it. He uh, experiments on it. Uh, turns Ruth's uh, uh, sister, former owner, into an amalgamation uh, yeah. monster, creepy chimera thing. Yeah, it reminded body. me of, of Full Metal. Yeah, yeah, a lot of in that Full Metal realm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he... But you learn throughout the course of, like, you know, what he wants. Because you think he's just like, ah, he's the experimenting, you know, the Mayuri from Bleach kind of guy. But he wants to die. That's all he wants. (laughs) Like, he wants what Chise wanted. Right. And that's like, oh, that's perfect. Like, there's something about that that's just, and especially the way it ends with all that. What I I think, I think it'd be a good time to mention also, there's Mm -hmm. something about Chise is that, She's like a battery that runs out. Yes. Um, there's yes. this also this time timeline that's kind of yeah. placed over the top of this that slave Eggie mm-hmm. do they, not live long. No. Because they, they can channel or build and they have magical buildup that basically is, yeah. you know burns out their battery yeah. Uh, yeah. much sooner than most. Yeah. It, it, it's a burden to keep uh, magic within you, and sleigh beggies are constantly pulling magic into them, with it. which makes her a great apprentice for a mage because she's able to just basically do what people have to bargain for. Uh, That's correct. Yes. Just out of anything, she can infuse things with her own magic, mm-hmm. uh, but it burns her out. It's like a human philosopher stuff. Exactly, right? and but it, it burns her out. It burns, burns her, her out. body out. Yes. And so there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of dialogue about about keeping her alive yes which is the counterpoint to her wanting to die yes and cartophilius comes into this picture yeah right? cartophilius comes in and he wants to die mm-hmm. uh not able to die cursed with eternal life um while she's uh, starting to recognize the value of living yes he's yeah. the one who's trying to throw it away yeah exactly and it's a, it's very a, sociopathic it's a, it's yeah, exactly it's a perfect antithesis <laughs> to the two stories and then they they converge and that that's when a, that's when a good story happens uh, in my opinion. Right. Absolutely. Um, 
but yeah, that that's that's Elias's goal through this whole thing. It's another part of the experiment. It feels like to extend the life of the thing that he loves, you know, mm-hmm. or that he thinks that he loves. He doesn't even know that he loves it. That's the weird he thing. He doesn't really know what he thinks, but he, he doesn't he know. He wants anything. it to stay. But people kind of know that he has the infatuation because he is part fairy. I mean, he, he is. is a child of the Fae. Mm-hmm. We don't know what he is. Nope. We never know what he is, actually. I don't think they ever do explain exactly Which what he is. Which is all for the better. Which is all for the better, in my opinion, as yeah. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but he is a child of the Fae, as Morgana says. Or Titania. As Titania says, she is right. definitely, he is definitely a, a Fae, a child of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he wants he wants Chise to be alive. Which is interesting lives. because... Yeah. He's supposed to be just as attracted to her as every one of the fairies. Exactly. Yeah. So it, the question it brings up questions, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's like is it just because of her nature that he's very yeah. into her? Yeah. Exactly. That's another layer that's on this whole like mm-hmm. relationship, which yeah. is fantastic. Because, exactly. Because it's like, is is he just infatuated yeah. in, in the sense that you said earlier? And it's a great little thing towards the end. They kind of address that through another character, which I liked, which was the little forest fairy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the first fairy that she kind of met, the neighbors, yes. as they call them. Uh, it's a little fairy outside of the forest. And uh, it, it's very interesting the way they kind of like, they're not antagonists. The fae aren't antagonists. But they are not the same thing as people. So mm-hmm. there, there's a part where, like, it's this very friendly three little fairies that kind of greet her and are just like, oh, you're so lovely. We love we love our little Rob. They call her Robin because of the red hair and stuff like that. And they're just sort of infatuated with her. Well, then they start to, like, kind of guide her towards the fairy realm. Like, hey, come with us. It's... Mm-hmm. It'll be much better there. You'll live there forever. And, like, they're sort of goading her. And it's sort of like it's this, like, dangerous thing. Um, and, uh, but they're not evil. Like, that's no. the, it's just like they're, they're, they want the thing different to Different set of rules. Exactly. Yeah. Different, different set of principles. But they take that forest fairy later on and, uh, she has a conversation with her, uh, about like you would like, you, I mean, you're just, you know, she kind of says like, well, you only like me cause I'm a slave baggy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it's sort of like, she sort of like agrees, but then thinks like, no, I think, I think if you weren't, I think I'd like you anyway. Mm-hmm. So they sort of like identify that that she say is it's a, possible. Yes, that a, it's possible for them to distinguish, yeah, even yeah. through their their kind of yeah. what you would call natural urges to be close to her. Yeah, um, yeah. and her natural urge. Mm-hmm. I mean, to draw them in and right. to, to basically absorb their yeah their magic. magic. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. which she does very uh, unconsciously. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. who she is. She's yeah. an antenna for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, and that so so that. That is an interesting portion of that relationship too. It's very many layers yeah. there that are going on, which is what keeps you so you know interested in turning the page. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Um, keep, to keep going, mm-hmm. um, and then you get to see Elias's other side, um, his when, non-gentlemanly yes, side. Yes, uh, which is it's kind of like a it's kind of a moment that I that I was just like, oh, here we go. Like because you yeah. kind of have that sense of the whole thing. It's brilliant the way they do it. They have the cutesy moments where, like, it's just, like, where's the round head? And he's like, oh, I thought... And he's, like, being kind of cutesy and funny about giving something. Giving gifts. Giving gifts. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. And it's it's really cute. But then, like, there's these moments where, like, he'll just be sitting in a corner and someone else will be talking. And they'll say something he doesn't like. And he won't, he won't like, react to it at all. He's doing the same thing. But the way they use the art, they focus in on him. 
and everything's very detailed. Every bone in his in his skull is like shaded and bright it's red eyes, bright yeah. bright red eyes, and he's just sort of looking, and it's menacing. Like it's this it's the same yeah. character you see always. It's not different. But all of a sudden, it's menacing, and there's a menacing yeah, side to very good point. in some way. They, they and, draw that out at the right times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, frickin' Cartophilius makes the mistake of injuring Chise. <laughs> like, he does. Well, he goes for Alice, and Chise jumps in front of him mm-hmm. and uh, stabs through. And it's, like, a really brutal... I don't know how she lived. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> magic, I guess. Because magic. Because yeah. magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just wakes up the Pyrrha Morales, the, the Wall of Spears... Uh, within uh, Elias, which is his other name, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Pyrrha Morales is a giant, creepy, amalgam chimera thing with a fish tail and goat legs and yeah. clawed arms. Vines, <laughs> Vine, of thorns, vines of thorns and shadow. Like, oh, yeah. It's so cool looking. Like, I love, and just the way it, he goes off of two oh, feet onto four. Onto I four. Mean, he, really. He becomes an animal. Yeah, he right? becomes a straight animal, a straight wolf, just a, a beast. Loses him, yeah. his self, yeah. into his, what yeah. we would, we would only expect is his original nature. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that, that's so interesting because he does that. And, and of course, he turns into that thing and like kills the chimera that, you know, he makes, uh, and, uh, uh, of course, Carophilius gets away, but then after that, it's like, Chise sort of sees this thing, and he's very much yeah. like, you weren't supposed to see this at all. Like, he didn't right. want her to see this side of him. Uh, and she accepts that side of him almost immediately. Like, she understands, because it was sort of already implied that he... Definitely was, everyone around being, everyone around her being a little bit leery of this. Yeah. You do get the impression that he has not lost control in mm-hmm. a very long time. Yes. Yeah. Lifetimes. Right. Almost. Yeah. You know, human lifetimes. And it sort of puts a strain on everybody else's idea of the relationship again, because it's like, well, if she gets hurt again, what's it, what if she gets killed? Mm-hmm. Then how do we put him down? Like, what do we do? Yes, everybody's re-aware like... of how dangerous this, <laughs> like, this creature is. Yeah, yeah. And, and him having something, because he didn't. Ha- he was sort of aloof. That was the whole thing. Yeah, he was under control. Yeah, it was under control. He didn't really have a reason to be angry at something. But now, if something hurts his his pet, you know, his, his thing, his experiment, his love, whatever it is. Whatever him. it is that we're not sure of. But right. It if seems meaningful. Right, yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> if whatever hurts it, like, it becomes this thing again. Yeah, so, so what do you think? Right, yeah. It, I, I mean, this is the great fun of this story. It is. It is. Is, is, is he just protecting something he considers mm-hmm. his territory? Right, yeah. Is he... Behaving in a way that most yeah. Faye would behave yeah. around a slave baggie to protect it. Yeah. Is so they, many of those ladies. And they lean it, I think, beautifully. Because they don't outright say it ever that it's anything other than that. But they do lean it towards the beautiful in a lot of, in a very cool way. Mm-hmm. That he feels things when something special happens with her. Yes. When, when she says something important or guides him with with her hand he feels a beat of his heart, which he doesn't feel. Right. And he always, like, says it, like, was that, 
was that my heart beating? Like, he didn't He's really... very confused about yeah. what's going on with <laughs> yeah, himself. Yeah. And I thought that was a very nice way to, like, lean it towards, like, oh, he does. Like, this is love. Yeah, and I think know? that it's important you know? that we believe that, or at least yeah. we, we carry on with that, yeah. that hope, mm-hmm. that possibility. Yeah. Or that he's even just learning it. Like, obviously, he's, yes. he's, very, he's very akin to the beginning of just, like, oh, I bought you because I wanted to learn about it. And I wanted yeah. to learn about, like, what that whole, like, emotion thing is. And also, I can teach you stuff. And you're a good battery for magic. It's great. It's, it's win-win. Like a win-win. It's yeah, a win-win. Yeah. I'm perfect. It's, it's great. <laughs> it is. It's, it's like a big experiment for him. And uh, but it just you see it sort of like changing him in certain ways. And just the fact that she accepts him for seeing. And he always says when he's a, he gets cold when she's not there. That was the other he, thing. He starts great. to miss her. Yeah, he, he starts, starts to. He's, he becomes lonely. He doesn't know what that is either. No, he just paces around. And he says, "I couldn't stop moving around right. while you were gone. I don't know yeah. why. I felt cold when you were gone." Yes. He said, oh, I think you were lonely. He was like, "Is, is that, that what lonely is?" And he's just like, "I don't ever want to feel that again." Like, right? It's like, oh man, this is so good. Like, I, I this stuff like mm-hmm. that is just really, really powerful. Like, simple emotion. Simple emotion is a good story to tell, especially when you have a being that doesn't understand it, um, you know, or doesn't, you know, doesn't experience it. So then you can, you can amplify a childish way of saying it to someone yeah. and it becomes more meaningful. It's the dynamic range of life. <laughs> yes. Right? I mean, yeah. and, and he's starting to feel that dyna- the dynamics of it yeah. and, and how, you know, and that's fun to watch. Yeah. Just, uh, if it's done well, and in this case, it really is. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. It, it's it's fun to watch the evolution mm-hmm. of, yeah. how would you say, uh, an emotional or a dynamic being that's yeah. starting to evolve. Yeah. And, and... Yeah. Also, there's a lot, a lot of history, <laughs> and uh, there's yeah. a lot to overcome mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. in 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 the area where where he goes full out, yeah, uh, loses himself. Yes. Um, it is Chisei who brings him back. Yep. Mm-hmm. She is the one who can calm him down. And how does she does do so? Do you recall? Uh, yeah. She sort of just like puts. She just well, gives him a hug on it's the. the beauty like, of the skull. beast, kind of. Yeah, like, that, you because know. he's sort of like chasing away. He's like, you weren't supposed to see me this way. And right. he's not fearful, but he's just like he's very much aptly saying, "You weren't supposed to see me this way. This is the thing that scares everyone." And there is, and I don't want you to be scared of me. There is a sense. Yeah, that they don't. Yeah. They don't dispel. Yeah. That he might just outright eat her at one point. Right. Yeah. Just consume just her. Out of something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just and out of That's the thing. Because yeah. there is this this kind of uh, yeah. lecherous yeah. kind of thing going on there. Right. Because he even says it like when after after he sort of like brings him home, like he just stays in his in his room for like three days. Because he even tells her, like, I can't control my body right now. So he's recovering. He has to recover from these. Yeah. Which shows how much discipline it takes for him to stay Mm -hmm. the gentleman form of himself. Yes. And and I think that you there's a built-in kind of gravitas and respect Mm -hmm. to that self-mastery. Yeah. Right. That 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 we've seen. And it really is sorrowful that he lost control. Yeah. Yeah. Like you see this this de-evolving he just yeah. he just lets it all loose yeah <laughs> and in and and painstakingly created that control mm-hmm. over over centuries that's yeah. all we can say is, is yeah. centuries and to Dedicated. lose it yeah and and 
be confused by it mm-hmm. and and very sober about it. Like I yeah. can't talk to you, I can't see you, I yeah. need to stay away from you, right? <laughs> because I and and I got I always let you know with those passages with this idea of that because I might just yeah you know. Yeah, I might eat you. eat you, and yeah, like they, literally eat you. They even experience it again when she finds a friendship in another human, Stella, um, mm-hmm. uh, six years her younger, by the way, which is weird. I don't think I ever at that age. I don't think I was ever friends with somebody who was that much younger than me. Uh, but, yeah, ten uh, year old and a sixteen year old. I guess it happens. I'm not gonna say it doesn't. Um, but she becomes friends with a girl named Stella. Uh, through another adventure, which we won't cover every adventure that they no, go through. There's, there's um, plenty of content. Yeah, plenty of content. We don't want to spoil everything for everybody. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he he become he learns jealousy in that case. He yes. doesn't like when she's a she doesn't like when Stella's around and how she say acts around her because right. it's sort of like a you're leaving me kind of right. Way. And he goes into that very different than Ruth. Yeah, very different than Ruth. Yeah, because as a human, as a human, and you're not behaving the same. You're you're you can you can leave in that case. And you start to learn things that he sort of is keeping things from her. He's not telling her about the college that teaches people about magic. It's like she doesn't need the college. I can teach her. And you know, we're and, learning the things as she say does. Yes. So as yeah, uh, you know, we're getting these little dribbles of information right. about the magic world. So. Yeah. Yeah, we are held hostage by his mysterious yeah. silence about various topics, and we get little yeah. inklings of it as she interacts with other people in the world. Yeah, but definitely he's holding back. He's not telling her yeah. the whole story, everything. Yeah, exactly about where she is. Yeah, what he intends. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, and uh, and that's sort of his his come his come to his his, his sort of come to Jesus moment is when he. You know, when, when he thought he thinks he's lost her completely at a certain point at a lo- at a later stage, and uh, he has to basically come back to his own senses without she say, yes. and understand that I need her in my life. I need her back. I need this to understand myself. I need her with me, and that's and it's a beautiful little moment. He he makes a very pragmatic and wrong decision to yeah. help her at some. Yes, yeah, and has to suffer the consequences. Yeah. One thing that's cool about Chise that we've yeah. not talked as much about Chise. Yeah, we're getting fairly... into her. Right okay, now. go ahead. Let's, let's, do yeah, let's do it. No, let's do it because because jumping the gun. No, no, that's fine because we were, we were like that's end of Elias's evolution and how he gains his from her. What yeah. does she gain from all of this? And she gains the experience of a new world that she never saw. Yeah. This, this is the you know the the, the hero's journey. Obviously, the mm-hmm. the introduction to the magic world. What is the magic? It's literally magic in this case. Yes, it it's is. It's not always typically literally no, magic. Right, in this case, in this case, it's very many varieties. Very many varieties. Dragons and things and yeah. stuff like that. Um, no holds barred. Most of her development, and it's one of my most favorite moments in the entire series. I think this. It, it almost slayed the second half of the series for me because nothing quite typified it as much as this. Uh, in the 13th episode, or, or the halfway mark, uh, when she's training with Lindell, yes. um, which is when Elias learns what lonely is because she goes to train with Lindell and make her wand and right. things like that. It's like, oh, that's an important thing. Lindell can show you that. It's much easier for him to do it since... You know, he's human and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But he trusts Lindell. Yeah, he trusts Lindell because he raised him. It's like one of the few humans. That, and he's not even human, really. I, I guess he is. He's an immortal. He's an immortal of some kind. Immortal you know, human. Yeah. Uh, but he, tr- he trusts him to, to teach her. Throughout him, so. the span of time that yeah. covers the universe, he's the same age. Yeah, yeah. The same, yeah. So the first time they visit, um, she meets a dragon named Nevin. Um, and he turns into a tree. 
uh, as he dies. As he dies. Um, which is what dragons do. They turn into trees or rocks or mountains or whatever. They change into, you know, the earth, basically, mm-hmm. after they pass. Well, she befriends this dragon in his last few moments, and she gets he gets to soar through the skies, basically, through her magic. Through her magic, yeah. Through, her, through, her, through his mind's eye, I was able to soar through the, sky, soar through the skies thanks to you. Come back and make a wand of my branches, is what he tells her. Yes. Uh, so Lindell shows up on a dragon, or he can't leave the valley. Lindell's familiar shows up on a dragon and is like, Hey, uh, your tree's ready. <laughs> it's like, right. So yeah, 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 let's, yeah. Uh, let's go cut off a branch. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's like, so it's very matter of fact, but yeah, it's like, right. so they go there to like cut off a branch of, of the tree that was, that uh, Nevin grew into and uh, she has this wonderful, wonderful thing where it's like now uh, Lindell has this song. He's the singing mage. Yes. That's, that's his whole deal. So he'll sing his magic and that's how he imbues things with his power. Um, and we learn that Chisei has that as well in, in certain cases. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the lullaby that she sings. Um, but Lindell, uh, it's, just, it's my favorite moment when, she start, when he starts to infuse her wand. He, he, she makes it. Puts the jewels in it because you need like a little magical thing to hold things, um, and then is going to infuse it with uh, the magic and use her hair color basically to infuse the wand, which I loved too. But she sort of has she's is absorbed into the wand basically and has a conversation with Nevin mm-hmm. uh, and affirms finally that she wants to live and that it's important she to does. live. And it's, it's a very existential uh, passage. Yeah. Well, well done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this old this, soul yeah. speaking to a daughter figure, you know, speak as... Here, the, the big revelation is that, you know, we, we kind of learned this earlier, but uh, the big revelation is that Chise's mother tried to kill her mm-hmm. um, after, the, after, his, after her father and brother... Or his father left with his brother. Right. Uh, she seem- couldn't handle it. She lost. Yeah. Us. Seemingly, we don't know why they left. We never do learn why exactly. We know partially, but not exactly why they left. Uh, but it had to do with the demons that were plaguing the family. Uh, we don't to even know. To protect the boy. To protect I think the boy. Ostensibly, yeah, the, they they might have died. Like we don't even know what don't happened. Really know. Yeah. We don't really know what happened to them. And I'm sure. Ooh, I love loose ends. Like I know, that. right? I know it'll come back there's, at some point. There's things to happen. There could be a, a little, season two coming, little, man. Little nugget for us, right? Yeah. Well, season two coming later on because Wit yeah. Studio waits four years before they do in season two anyway. Don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, uh, the mother couldn't handle the fact that being a single mother with this child and protecting them from beasts and it just it, it sort of wanes in on her and she has this moment I I, I really I don't know I, I really it, it's I like that she wasn't able to forgive her in the end but we'll get to that later mm-hmm. uh, but you have this 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 perception of her mother of being this very uh, selfish being that's like I because she says at while she's choking the life out of her daughter her three-year-old daughter that I shouldn't have had you. You never should have been born. Like, uh-huh. and that's burned into Chise's mind her entire life. That's yep. it. Like, part that, of the impetus for wanting to die. Yeah, it's just like, well, that you know, my own mother can't do that. And they right. have this. She has this wonderful conversation with Nevin, um, to where Nevin says, "Well, I, you know, I would for one would think your mother because she let go, mm-hmm. she let you live, and you know, she didn't give in to her desires, and you know." It just—it's this wonderful thing, and then well, and mom ends up yeah killing herself, killing herself instead. Yeah, killing herself instead after she realizes what she's doing. Yeah, um, and it, it 
man, it, it's it's just such a beautiful thing to, you know, have this uh, this thing that you. She only knew him briefly. This Nevin, this mm-hmm. creature, only knew her briefly, but they had this kinship, like beyond. Like anything she's had before. Yeah, the the storytelling in this show is, is yeah. really good at drawing very tight bonds yeah. very quickly. Yeah. It's 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 like Yeah, it, it, it's just And like make it unbelievable. Been, yes, exactly. Yeah, it, there's it, nothing that you're incredulous about that. Yeah. It's oh yeah. When yeah. she comes out of this vision, it's just like she's immediately like and, and even says, like, you need to, you know, you need to go see your master and you know, right. tell him what you what you wanna know. Tell him what you Ask him what you want to know and tell him what you want to tell him because there's, you know, she's being timid. She doesn't want to ask questions all the time and she, you know, basically doesn't. And this is just the. She's acting like the servant that yeah. she, at least one part of her role is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To, to, she's been purchased. And com- coming out of this vision, uh, she just used it like, it's like, okay, well, time to go back. Your wand's ready. And she just like grabs her wand. Like Lindell's going to like send for a dragon to bring her back and she grabs the wand and starts talking to these fire fairies and they're just going to go to Elias <laughs> and it's just and Lindell's just kind of watching like oh okay uh-huh. I guess this is happening yep and in the form of this phoenix to the yeah, to very the, triumphant to the theme of the opening theme here's all this power we were promised oh, that she has yeah. and, and it's very very triumphant flies across the world like in this phoenix form to this awesome theme yeah. that goes away after this episode which is probably my it's like part of my problem with the second half of the series because yes. this theme is never heard after this moment to me that's like oh you should have ended the series there right like, I'd be fine with that yeah uh, but she flies back to Elias like immediately, like right into his arms, and it's just like whoa! Like, yeah. <laughs> like even he's surprised. Like whoa, that was that yeah. wasn't very smart because <laughs> it, it may have taken years off her life to do right. that. Right, yeah. it's very naive exactly. at some level. Yeah, but, but yeah. still awesome. Yeah, extremely and a awesome. great expression and, and metaphorical to the to the fact that she yeah. was reborn in that reborn. moment. Yeah, she was reborn exactly. in that moment. She has yeah not basically. Uh, come to peace with everything that happened. Yes. But she has put it into a different place. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. it is no longer blocking her. Yeah. It's not defining her anymore. Right. It's a part of her. She still has the insecurities. She again took a whole another episode to actually ask about certain things yes. and to and to blossom that relationship. Uh, but you know, it's like you, you can't just be away with how you were like overnight. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. and then the further still the uh, the relationship with Cartophilius. Um, you know, going from being just a full-on villain to understanding him. Right, to knowing what his knowing motivation is. what he is, why he's doing it, because they trade eyes, which is creepy. Yeah, that was creepy. <laughs> it's creepy as all heck. Uh, she gets uh, cursed by the dragon, and he wants the curse, because, hey, that's going to kill you. Yes, yeah, she, she is, you know. yeah. Yeah. She's cursed to die. Yeah. And that's what he wants. That's what and he wants. Nobody can break the curse. Yeah. And so there's a transplant kind yeah. of situation wants, going yeah. on. He wants that. He's like, I've got what you want, which is to live, and you've got what I want, <laughs> which is, which to, is to die. die. And it's beautiful. Yes. Um, but she ends up understanding what he wants, but I don't know, but I, there's a great moment of, of 
her coming to the idea that like all the time she wanted to die, I, 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 this is on people that are still here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I, I have a friend base now. I have a family. I things have to lose. things to lose now. And, you know, and he's just like, oh, you're preaching to me. You're exactly the same. She's like, yeah, I am, mm-hmm. which is why we both have to stop. And that's just a beautiful yeah. thing to say. <laughs> like at well, the that, end. in that, and that, so, so she said. Yeah. She's complicated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> She's got yeah. these periods of mm-hmm. abject stubbornness where she refuses to listen to anybody about yeah. what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. has a moral high ground almost all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even when she's being yeah. naive, she yeah. still has it. Yeah. And it's a very powerful force that she uses, yeah. I think. Yeah. So no. she she has this... She holds people accountable for stuff, man. She does. She's not a she's not as big of a pushover as no. you would be led to believe. She's timid and she, she yeah. she's grateful and she acts in certain ways. But then there are times when she'll light you up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She she scolds. Uh, there's there, there's a great moment where she scolds Angelica like accidentally because uh, mm-hmm. she Angelica's basically tells like you don't need to be around him all the time. You don't need to be dependent on him. And right. it's like you don't understand at all. And she, she leaves constantly right. when he doesn't want her to. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. She just goes off where she yeah. wants to go. But, and it's, it's it's this great thing because like people kind of have this perception of Elias, and she has a different one. People like you know, it's like they see him as a dangerous thing, which he is. They're not wrong. Definitely true. But she sees him as more than just that, and she's needed by him as much as she needs him. So. There and, is this, she becomes very motherly at some levels yeah. with him and teaching him her side of things, yeah. which is yeah. that, like I said, that, that, that in, she imbibes it with this kind of moral mm-hmm. energy right? that, that, by the way, she's questionable about. I mean, yeah. she is kind of, yeah. she, she wanted to die. She's <laughs> like, you know, just, you know, but, but, but these periods come out and it's, it's almost that I see it's like this, this depressed mm-hmm. actual personality right. that had been hidden under the scenes for right. this entire life. Yes. And it just, it spikes up in the most awesome times yeah. in the storyline where yeah. she'll scold something very dangerous Like, no, no, yeah. you can't do that. And, yeah. And she, she actually punishes Ruth and Elias mm-hmm. for making a very big pragmatic decision that right. she wasn't consulted on and didn't agree with. Yes. Yeah. And literally leaves them yeah. for a period of time. Yeah. And isn't sure she's going to come back, even yeah. though she wants to be back. Yeah. Yeah. She thinks it's not right for her to be mm-hmm. back if they're going to behave that way. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they have to make it up. They have to make they it up do. to her. And they, they, yeah, it's, it's real good. It's actually one of my favorite moments of the show. Uh, I think we've, I think we've, uh, psychologically broken or emotionally broken down the series as best as we can in the characters because yes. oh uh, it's a quite a, a so fun ride what do you say we fanboy a little bit yeah and we just talk about our favorite moments it in. i know right let's fanboy a little bit uh i there because there's there's these smaller stories that happen throughout everything as well <laughs> which, which i love mm-hmm. i love these smaller stories the isle the isle of cats mm-hmm. and there's this cat kingdom Yes. Which I love, and that's barely even touched upon in a lot of ways. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, there's this like. Serves to introduce Cartophilies. Yes. There's a plot device, yeah. but. Yeah. And Renfred also... and Alice, too. Yes. Yeah, like both so, of them. very, yeah. very good sub stories that come in. Exactly, to introduce things. Uh, but one of my favorite side stories is, uh, is uh, I forget what they call it, the vampire. I forgot what they call that thing. Uh, there's this succubus type of vampire yes. creature, and an old man named Joel. 
I adore those it's two just episodes. A great, yeah. Those two episodes are so good because you have this this um, uh, this old man who is basically being haunted by a vampire that he can't see. She's slowly draining his yeah. life away. It's like a Sid of Fae or something like that. It's a, some Irish vampire. Mm-hmm. But she slowly drains away his life um, and gives him talent in, in return. It's, mm-hmm. it's an old fairy thing. They, they give them talent, so people who die young and that are talented, uh, the, you know, the... The uh, what was it? The the twenty six club, I think. Yeah, they exchange your life yeah. for some gift. For some gift in in, in talent. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, Joel's not particularly talented in a lot of things, um, and he's living a pretty long Very, life. Yes. Uh, uh, so you have this moment of a, of a of a thing that what is defined by love for this thing is that you feed off of him. That is what love is to you. Yes, very much. But she feels what we feel as love in a lot of ways. They met eyes in the garden. Yeah. She falls in love with when him. When he's a young man. A young man falls in love with him in the garden and is in denial of the fact that she's feeding on him. She can't leave. Time. She can't leave. But she wants to, but she doesn't want to. Right. And she knows she's not feeding on him because he's not that talented an artist. So, so she's kind of lingering. Yeah. Is really what she's doing. Right. And she she's very she's very adamant about the fact that I can't be feeding off. I can't be in love with him because I'm not feeding off of him because he's not that talented. I know what's going on. But she is. Because yes, she's slowly. just not very slowly. He is good at painting. He's just not very good. Right. And so she's giving him that talent. But she, also, there's implication that she's giving him the ability to garden as well. Yes. Because he says, I'm not, I wasn't very good at gardening before my wife died. And then, uh, or before I, uh, whatever it was, yeah. uh, I wasn't very good at gardening. And then I slowly got better. So she's making him good at gardening yeah. and she doesn't even notice it. Right, because she doesn't want to kill him. <laughs> because she does she's not want to because kill him. she's actually in love with him the way that we are. Yep. So deep. <laughs> and like, very I love and very it. solid for the backdrop as a backdrop to yeah. the other story. Right? Yeah, for them. Yeah, so, it's, it's a microcosm of their relationship. It's, it, and it's again, that's one of these passages where it's yeah very for as calm as the yeah. whole thing is. Yeah. It's very compelling at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Because you're talking about a guy who's gardening in a rose garden and getting, <laughs> you know, and she's there watching him. That's yeah. all she's really doing. And yeah. She's around him watching him live his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's you it. Know. Yeah. And, 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 and man, the, the conversation that Elias has with the vampire, um, that he's just, you know, he's just matter of factly telling her like what she doesn't know why Joel's dying is like, well, you're killing him. That's why he's dying. You know that. Like, it's just, like, matter-of-factly saying this, but, again, the way... And he's not changing in personality, Mm -hmm. but the way the lighting is used for him, he's being viewed as very sinister when he's saying this because he's being very cold and very clinical about what he's saying. Yeah, it's very clinical. Um, And, you know, Chise has to scold him, like, stop. Like, you're, you know, like, stop. You're being mean. You're being mean. (laughs) Like, it's like... like, And he just doesn't realize it, obviously. Right, right. But it's just one of those moments that I love that, that, you know, he has this it's one of those punctuations that he doesn't understand emotion and he doesn't understand why this thing which is experiencing human love is distraught over the idea that she's feeding off the thing she's been feeding off of for years. So many layers. <laughs> it's, it's just it's great. And just these small interactions have layers on top of each other. Yes. And I love it. Yes. It's so good. <clears throat> Probably what would be... Okay, so I'm going to tell you the first thing I love about this anime. Yeah, Sure. 
the music in the opening sequence of the first half of the season Mm -hmm. is really cool. Yeah. Like Attack on Titan. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. It just rings through you Mm -hmm. and very haunt, very, very otherworldly kind of chanting Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. I have no idea what they're saying, but it's gorgeous. (laughs) And I found myself thrown into reverse when they changed the opening sequence to right. kind of a more I'm just going to say campy yeah, it, um, it's, it's very regular which is what you informed me that when I came in just depressed that, that this is what happens and I was like well yeah I've, re- I've seen that but I didn't necessarily love all the other opening themes right so I missed this one because it really set the tone that really odd otherworldly tone because it was so different and right. it was one of my favorite things so yeah. I was a fanboy and I am a fanboy yeah. of that oh, that opening absolutely sequence and yeah. I, I usually skip it yeah <laughs> after I so this is my practice everybody has their thing right of course I, I will yeah. when I start a series I will listen to it all the way through watch right. the whole title sequence mm-hmm. because there's all kinds of nuggets in there that's what's going to happen so yeah. I like that I enjoy that absolutely. and then I will start skipping it after a period yeah. of time I'll start scanning forward yeah Everybody yeah. knows it's one thirty. Yeah, just the minute in the thing. <laughs> one thirty, right? Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Where, where everyone like, knows it's this. One thirty to one thirty-six, and uh, I'm so right. good at that. I am I too. I'm really good at it. too. Like I'm very experienced. I'm really good at it too. There's so, there's a few that I stick around for. Like there's a few, that, are I'll a few. Just, that I'll just listen. That was one of them. I <gasps> I skipped the new one. Uh, yeah, I, I, unfortunately, I, I do. I skipped the new one because it's just sort of regular. It's not as engaging as that one. That one sets up a it tone was, for it me. Was, it sets up the whole tone for yeah. the show. It's such yeah. an integral part of that experience. Yeah, for me. yeah. It's it's like the it's like the the Hunter Hunter theme. Yes, from the 2011 yes. series, which never changed, by the way. Very. Very rare that that Phenomenal. happens. They never change it. Because I wasn't aware that this phenomenon happened where you had to change it, which you told me about. And I was like, well, that's dumb. Because that one was cool. And, and, and so that, that was one yeah. thing. And then a little bit of a controversial mm-hmm. episode. Yes. The um, Ash and I, the first yes. Ash and I uh, the first, episode. The first half of that episode, which is only half an episode, interesting. Yes. Enough. I agree. I would love to talk. Very about controversial. This one. Yeah. Which is this? He's a fairy. He's yeah. A, he's a he's thing. A, he's a four-armed, he's three-eyed thing. He's an ancient being, very much like. Yeah. Um, love his voice. Love his design. Oh, yeah. Love very it. cool. Very cool character. He, you know, and it, he, he shows up at Elias's place every now and then, and that's, he does. That's and how they know Elias each other very tangentially. Yeah. And they are. You get the impression. Cut from the same cloth, mm-hmm. as it were. They're both yeah. these mysterious beings that live in the world. Yeah. And um, Ash and I likes to mess with things. Yes, he likes he to play. He finds entertainment in, you know, setting things into motion. Yes. He, he likes and, humans especially. He likes to toy with them. And we're and, in the middle of yeah. a very calm... I can't remember even what it was, but it was a very... like yeah. It was like a, a demon. We were mm-hmm. coming off of another story. Right. Knock. Yeah, yeah. At the door. Yeah, yeah. And this thing is there. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, what's it was, this? It was the conversation episode. It was right after she was done the, with the Phoenix thing, mm-hmm. and they just spend a whole, epi- a whole episode to each other. conversing about each other's relationship. And you like, think, okay, we're going to kind of, you know. Yeah. And so, of course. And then this thing shows up. And he and messes with everything all of a sudden. Yeah. What he does yeah. is he places the fox skin, skin. around her. Yeah. Ainsworth can do nothing about this. This right. guy has his own powers in his own mm-hmm. in his own realm, right? Yeah. And she is a fox now. Turned into a fox. Yeah. And 
he kind of just lets her go. My problem with I, this is like the only story that I kind of have a problem with in the whole thing. I know. I figured you would. And I, I, it's odd. It, it, it's a weird little thing because it's such an offshoot. And it's it really strange. and it really doesn't serve anything other than introduce Ash and I in his playful it ways. It does. It does do that. The Loki and, character. And it gives them an item that they use later tangentially. Like it was just not really like not really in a cool way either. But that's right. that skin item they kind of use. Yeah, later they do on. use it. That was clever later but, on, but it, yeah. it was great. But but convenient as well. That's yeah. That's like the only reason this kind of introduced is like, oh, they have that skin now, right? Um, so I'm really interested to hear your impressions of this. My problem is that the idea of it, and I think this could have been a whole episode to me. I think yes. it would have been great. Yes, because she now has the mind of a fox. She now is in the mind of a fox, and she is experiencing freedom. And she sees absolutely. The, she sees the beauty that she wasn't able to see as a human, mm-hmm. which I think is great. Um, baggage free, baggage free. There's, she doesn't have the memory of her mother. She doesn't have the memory of, of wanting to die. She doesn't have the sleigh baggy. It's just the senses energy. coming the, in as she runs everything. through the forest. I'm, I'm free. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's beautiful to look at. Yeah. Beautiful to look at. And that's why she's I think, running through the snowy night yeah. in the forest. Right, and she's just going, and Ruth is following her, and just sort of letting her do it. Because that's kind of what a familiar's do. Well, he's experiencing it with her. Right. And he's just sort of like, is this what you want? And it's basically what he's asking. Yeah. He's like, is this what you want? She's like, yeah, what, what else would I want? This is amazing. This is great. And I think this could have been a very interesting full episode if we had her just going from place to place, being a fox, and then realizing she was missing something. And that something was something that was flawed. And she had to reach for that flaw to come back. I think that could have been very interesting. But instead... What did we get? Elias just kind of shows up and says like, Hey, you don't want to do that. You want to be with me, right? And she's like, yeah, you're right. And that's it. (laughs) And it's kind of a shame. I don't... It wasn't explored to the you full You would have potential. kept running, is what you're telling me. Yes. You would have You would yeah. become the fox, man. Yeah. You would have kept going. Yeah. That's your... Yeah. That's your, yes. And I, that, I understand. And and that, I think, would have been a better story to me. Yes. Like, it would, like just the, the idea that she had to come back on her own, that she had to bring back Yeah, they find themselves was. on the precipice of a, of a gorgeous yeah. scene. Yeah. Looking out over it. And yeah. they're stopped just because... Yeah. She has to stop running. Yeah. Because there's nowhere else to go. Right. So she's paused there. They catch up. Right. And then Elias is Ruth there. Ruth is like, and... I'll support whatever your decision is. Right. Elias is there. Ainsworth is there. And he said, he, he just says, I need you. Like, I, yeah. I need you. Which is, which is a, a development for him, I guess, to deliberately say it. But they kind of already softened that with the whole, like, you can be my teacher of human things, I'll be the teacher of magic things for you. So they already had this symbiotic relationship established and conversed about. And so, like, just having this thing like, hey, come back, okay. And that's it. It just, it doesn't have the punch that it could have had if it lasted a whole episode. I, I understand your and, critique. And that's my, that's I, my... I, I, yeah. I, I understand. Why do I think it's awesome? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, first yeah. of all, the experience mm-hmm. that she has as a fox yes. is beautiful. It is. Absolutely. It, it's phenomenally well done. She's losing herself. Yeah. And it's like a small death in this way. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she's kind of 
all of that can just go away and I can just be this, what I'm meant to be. Right. What I am meant to be, right? right. Which is this simple creature right. who runs because it feels good to run. And yeah. Who, who, who hunts because it feels good to hunt and yeah. all of those things. Yeah, yeah. Why is this so? Do you think this is an accident? Because I don't think it's an accident. I don't no, think I don't think it's an room accident. to fill. Yeah, I thought they did this very much on purpose. Sure, sure. And and it's a very tantalizing episode. Yeah. for you. Yeah, because you know that she's opting into lots of pain. Yeah, it's true. She she's, is. She is she opting is. into lots of pain. And for me, mm-hmm. it's not just about. I don't think that the decision is made. Uh, I think it's a serious decision for her. Right. Yes, it's made quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I and and I have to do agree. They could have drawn it out. They could. I would have. I would have loved to see several episodes of that. Sure. Right. Sure. But I like this vignette. Right. Because of its power. It's right. It's just raw mm-hmm. power. Yeah. And of course she was going to go back to him. Of course. So I wouldn't. I yeah. didn't feel duped. I no. No. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, felt, I felt like okay, this is sure. Gonna, and it was quick. Yeah. But what was the statement that it made? Yeah. The statement that it made is that there is inside of her just a very clear selflessness mm-hmm. of, I'm not done with this experiment either, right. but at the same time, um, I don't think she went back because he needed her. Right. I, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Like, okay, yeah. I don't, think, I don't think she went back. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think she went back because there is something... In the journey, yeah, that called to her. Right. There was something more. Sure, but this was great, and it was like right. Novocaine for the soul, man. <laughs> yeah, and she was just like, "This is amazing." But she came back, and mm-hmm. also, she's experiencing a certain amount of what he experiences. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's the double meaning of this is what he has to do. Yeah, to choose to be like he is. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and it right. was just enough. Right, it, it, you know. Again, if you had gone further, it could have. Yeah. We could have milked it. We yeah. could have. We could have really savored that whole thing. Yeah, but it was also just very to the point storytelling. That's true. Me. Like very concise. It's true. And it's true. and and uh, gorgeous at the same time. So yeah. So for my for my two cents, I knew she was going to choose it. Of course, because yeah. otherwise everything's over. You also did have. I'll, I'll give it the credit. You also did have Elias sort of. Uh, Stretching out beyond what he normally does, because if he's told by a being that is like uh, you can't you can't do anything to help her, so you just gotta wait for her to come back. Right. He ignores that advice and says, "Screw you! I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get, show up. I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna go get her back." And I was like, "Yes." And that that's that that's pretty important for him. And I'll, yes, I'll give it it's, that. It's a little yeah. ca- so it's really mm-hmm. quick ratcheting up of character development for me. Right. And it, and it meets our expectations mm-hmm. in terms of her decision. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. So it's fine for them to do it <laughs> in this really like, you know, high octane. Yeah. 10 minute <laughs> vignette for me. I sure. found it surprising. Sure. Sure. And at the same time, very comfortable. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was surprising that they would take it that far and then yeah. yank it back. I yeah. don't know. No, I can, and and I, and, and you know, I can respect that. She's very reserved mm-hmm. most of the time, and yeah. this was getting to see her. And yeah. I actually think it, it is a fundamental aspect of her character development. Mm-hmm. And she ends up; she now has this haunting image yeah. to deal with through the rest of the series. Yeah, of what it's like to be free of all this. Right, that's true. It yeah. makes the things she's choosing to do more valuable. Yeah, 
because yeah. she now has something to compare it to. Right, yeah. Which is happiness. Freedom. Yeah, freedom like and ha- yeah. Open. Ignorance. Yeah. 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 Ignorance com- is bliss. Right. Yeah. Complete open. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so so even though it, it yes, it's it's a very like quickly disposed mm-hmm. of the right. whole thing. And yeah, again, yeah. it's a, something they bring back. It was clever. Yeah. I'll give it that. Sure. She ex- uses the fox uh, 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 skin yeah. later on to in be- a very pivotal moment. Yeah. So she has the presence of mind to go, mm-hmm. right, go yeah. do this. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so that's my thing, is yeah. that she had experienced every bit of um, sadness and depression and loneliness yeah. and all of those things. And now she had been given a family. Yeah. But that's an external motivator, right? It's a thing that comes from outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. And this was the welling up of the ability to do that by oneself. Yeah. Without <laughs> any need of anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it makes the choice all that more powerful to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. No. I, so there you go. I knew I, it'd be, it's going I to be controversial. Per- I can perfectly respect that in it's, every way. It's going yeah. to be controversial. Absolutely. Because it, it's a bit yeah. of a wild ride. Yeah. No, yeah. You've, you, you made a good argument. You made a good argument yeah, about it, so yeah. it's a good time. Um, uh, I guess the last thing, the last moment I want to talk about, I oh man, I could go on about that that silver episode because I oh. love that one where she's yeah. alone in the house for an entire winter. Oh my yes, oh. we 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 or an entire spring, we should at I guess. least give it a nod, a right? Fall. Like, yeah, we should. She she she. You get to learn what she is. So she's this fairy that's the the master of this or this the fairy of this house. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the keeper of the house, the maid, the, you know, she cleans, she, mm-hmm. uh, makes sure everything is, is homely, is, is nice and Cooks the food, homey. does all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they go to the fairy world to be healed after this confrontation with right. Artophilius and everything. They go to the fairy world and in the fairy world, <laughs> time passes differently yes. uh, than it does here. So like. We're like, all d- back. Yeah. In moments. A, a day there <laughs> is like an entire season here. So, um. During that time that Silver is alone, she's just waiting for them to come home, and she starts to reflect on what happened to her old family That when she was a banshee. Mm-hmm. A banshee is another type of thing that haunts a home, and it wails and things like that. Um, it, it's this gorgeous episode where of sorrow and redemption and just... With barely any dialogue, because she doesn't say anything. No, she doesn't talk. She doesn't talk the entire time, but her family's dead. The house is rebel, is rubble, Mm -hmm. and she's alone, and she's miserable. Who helps her on her way? uh, It's it's, um, Spriggan, the the little rock uh, fairy that's... uh, The The bodyguard. The bodyguard for Oberon and Titania, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, he, He shows up. And well, she's just like kind of wandering because she's like sitting there in front of her house, and then the as it crumbles, as it's crumbling, uh, the vampire we know from Joel and another vampire show up and like are like, "Oh, hey, sweetie, your family's dead. Yeah, you there's should, nothing here. You for should you. you should probably move on." And then they just kind of leave, you know. And so she kind of gets up and just starts wandering. We don't even know for how long. Um, and then she sees another home, and, or she gets brought by this Spriggan character who's. This sort of keeper of the fairies. He's very much like a shepherd. Uh, he even has a shepherd's um, yes. uh, cane. He transforms into an awesome... Into a big old rock golem. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, pretty it's cool. Awesome. Uh, but, you know, he kind of sees her and he 
at the beginning, he's sort of, because he doesn't like Elias because he's in a monster. He's like, ah, you're a freak. Like, you're not a true fairy and stuff like that. And he doesn't like humans. An anomaly. He's yeah. an anomaly. He doesn't like humans. He's not even fond of Chise, which is weird. You know, yeah, because because most of them most are. of them are, but even he's like kind of like stoic and like you know he's the rules mm-hmm. he's the paladin he's the rules guy you know it's like, yeah. and so he comes upon her and we see this moment of of empathy for this thing that he is can't lost. leave her there he, he can't leave her there he, he has great empathy for so her. he transforms her he immunes the magic and transforms her from a banshee to a selkie which is a silky not a selkie that's the half seal thing uh, a silky which is a a another house spirit that is um uh i guess less haunty than a than a banshee let's say <laughs> less haunty, less haunty. Yeah, less, that's a technical term. yeah yeah so and she basically he basically imbues her to this home which eventually becomes elias's home after the family there leaves so right now she's uh th- there's something about it just the idea that like She's experiencing the idea or thinking about the idea that she's not going to see Elias and Chise again living in this house. And she's sort of dreaming and reliving the idea because she's going a whole season without them. They said they'd be right back. And so she keeps, like, imagine them coming home, and she's all happy, like, everything's re- redone. And, she like, redecorates uh, she's, the She house redecorates, and she's just, like, she's just sitting there smiling, waiting for him to get home, and it just, it's not coming, it's not coming. And it's just, like, it's really sad. It's so oh, sad. Instant, like, yeah. uh, affection for that character yeah. from me. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, again, it's a tour de force in that yeah. one episode. It where is. now, yeah. this, is, this is kind of a background character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you realize... After the episode, she's really the heart of the household. Yes. Right? Yeah, she's absolutely. really what keeps it together. She yeah. is the definition of caring, yeah. like, family. Yeah. She's the home. She, she is, the, is home. the home. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's that sort of thing, because, like, the show even ends, uh, not to spoil final lines, but Chisei's last line of the show is, I'm home. Because mm-hmm. she's never had that before. Mm-hmm. She's been a foster care. She, she never, believes it now. She believes it now. She, mm-hmm. And that's what Silky is. Mm-hmm. Silver is basically that. She mm-hmm. is the... She's the home. Really great episode. I it's agree. Great. Yeah. It's phenomenal. I love it. And it's only half an episode. That's is it again? Yeah, it's only half an episode. Yeah, the first me. Yeah, no, the first half is that one where they spend it in the fairy world where like the nurse like heals her and stuff. Which yeah, is, that was interesting too. It's a weird little tale. It was. Because <laughs> she's a changeling, but then she ends up marrying the person that lived in the human world that was her changeling yes weird stuff like i'm like all right a little nugget for you <laughs> yeah like it's on the th- side of the road th- as think, you're telling the rest of the story think about that <laughs> like you said it's one of those anomalies you pass by on a you bus just like, you're just like wow oh, look at that. it's like sheba's mom in naruto like oh look that's awesome oh we're we're done with that <laughs> right 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 <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh man Too but cute. uh and the other last one is the kind of the final confrontation of the whole thing uh, when, and it's, it goes back to that whole idea that like not just a sleigh beggy Chise is loved for being who she is and yes. her compassion when the forest fairy and um, uh, Elias uh, channel together and it's this big eruption of thorns and vines and just Cuts the head off of uh, uh, Ash and I, and it's just like, yeah, yeah. It's that it's that shonen very, moment, very satisfying. Yeah. yeah, it's that shonen moment. It's just like it's just really cool because like they're both protecting her, and it's like, ah, here we go. Mm-hmm. And it's the the villain gets his comeuppance. He comes back later, but he's just bored. He's then. immortal because he's immortal. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but he just cuts off the head of Ash and I. You're just like, yeah, he deserved it. He <laughs> like, did. Like, it's like he's being a jerk. Yeah. 
Every um, time Loki gets his comeuppance, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy. And that's the thing, man. I think that's it. Like we, yeah. unless you got one more you want to talk about. If not, I think we can wrap it up. Well, but, there was the scene. Yeah, the, the infamous oh, scene. The infamous where, scene where I show up the next day and tell you that <laughs> I wanted to talk about this scene, right? Which I cannot refine. Oh but no, that's that's one of the things about about the show. Just right. kind of insult for me yeah. is if you watch each episode, you will find these. Amazingly framed and yeah. and designed mm-hmm. scenes that yeah. tell more story than 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 you would expect. Like yeah. just an amazing pauses mm-hmm. that allow you to kind of absorb the what these folks are doing with this yeah. with this anime. The way things are blocked in mm-hmm. certain shots, you have these scenes of her. Like when Elias is is rampaging or you know in his room, kind of like trying to get control of his body, and she's just it's just long shot from down the hallway, and she's just kind of has her hand and her head on the doorway, mm-hmm. and it's just those like are the, the sunlight shining shining through. They're this beautiful telling hallway. you it, they're like yeah. they're visual haiku. They are. They so are. You, yes. you you get lots of depth, and you can yeah. almost tell the whole story yeah. by looking at that picture at that time. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, fill it in with whatever details you want to. But yeah. but I, I find that be one of the most enjoyable parts of this. Now I never found my infamous scene. Yeah, yeah. The because one you. to be honest, it is filled <laughs> with other scenes that yeah. um were were just equally as impactful mm-hmm. and it kind of got lost in this whole, you know, yeah. flip book of oh, stuff. I agree. And but I remember sitting there, there was tears. I had a little teary. <laughs> yeah, a little teary. And yeah. I was teary I in what I was thinking about to mm-hmm. myself. It was not only was there an emotional impact to what I was watching, but I found myself at at, at one point and I've I've there have been, you know, Space Brothers and Hunter mm-hmm. Hunter there have been very few times where I could just be in awe yeah. of what the creators of the show yeah. had done yeah. at that moment. Yeah. And it was just it was fascinating. It was it was yeah. it was it was I was like, man, these people are amazing. <laughs> like I couldn't have imagined a better thing than this. And, yeah. and and not to be too fanboy, but there's there's aspects of this that are there for me mm-hmm. personally. Right. And that's why you wanted to talk to me about it today. Right. Because that's uh, I'm a big fan. We- and that feeling, how often do you get blown away by what other people do right. for their living? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I was a little bit, I was a little emotional. Right. I was like, you yeah. guys, you're you know, making something. You're, yeah, you're, you're killing make, it here. You're making like, art. You know, yeah, I'm sitting like, here in my living room yeah. across time and space from mm-hmm. wherever they were and whatever yeah. they were sending my way. Yeah. I was connecting with it. Yeah. So that was. Agreed. That was, that, yeah. that was, that was my scene. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's storytelling of a high level to me. Yeah, um, I like it. And it, it's really well done. And it's not, it's not flat. It's not flashy. It's beautiful. It is. That's the thing. It's not flashy. It it's it's right. just pretty. You just you look at it like a painting, and mm-hmm. it's, it's really what it's like. And you, you experience it in that way. It's not. It's not a show. This is a very know. difficult love yeah. story to tell. Yes. And yeah. You could screw it up dozens of ways. Oh yeah. The fox. The fox yeah. scene. It does. Going to. It's going to have people are going to be in and out of it. Sure. But. That's a that's a moment that I'm just sort of like. No, I agree eh. though. And like, it's like, I could see could, it that. Yeah, way. it's like eh, could have handled that better. That's right. literally my main criticism. Right. I, I could see it. <laughs> like, maybe I'm just too much of a fanboy yeah, that like, I'm afraid to admit it. No, no, no. That, that's it, like that's my main criticism. Is like eh, could have handled that scene better. Wasn't crap, 
Right, 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 <laughs> right. right. There it wasn't like a, 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 a holding line of like, wow, that like episode, like episode nine of Stranger Things season two. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that. It's just like, why was this here? I don't even understand. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, why was this here at all? Like, this is terrible. You're right. It has the same kind of. I get you. I see. What but you're it's not saying. that bad. It's not like that. Like, what is what? Like, right. It has a purpose. It There's does. a reason this is here. And it's it does. Not, it does. Yeah. It unlocks something a little deeper. Yes. But. Agreed. But but that's yeah. the thing that, yeah. that that's why I respect this yeah. this work this show so much. Agreed. Is it? it Agreed. Can get you. Yeah. Can get you. Yeah. We we did it again, man. We we uh, we had another one, and uh, we uh, we do we. I, I like our talks. I think I think we go deep into what this stuff is. <laughs> I Wait, hope people also like it. I I like to go deep into stuff like that, especially anime. But there's not a whole lot that can express all that's that. Not shonen. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not. Shonen's you know, easy. It's, it's very different. Yeah, you know? exactly. Shonen's easy. It's beautiful. It's wonderful, but it's easy. I love it. It's 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 an, not an easy thing to do. It's actually really easy to screw up. Uh, yes. it's, it's hard to <laughs> do very well, but this is a story that I think is is like a, a challenge to tackle, and they do it beautifully. Mm-hmm. And I I agree with you. And uh, well, well worth a watch. Agreed. Uh, and that's gonna do it, guys. That's gonna do it for Anime April. Thank you so much for being here with me, Eric. Thank uh, you for having me. Cap this off, absolutely. And thank you guys for joining us. Uh, you can check out any of the anime that I've talked about, be it uh, Dragon Ball Super, Lupin the Third, Bleach, Magus's Bride, or any of the recommendations. Go check those out as well. We'll be back with another anime month, uh, maybe later this year, or maybe next year. Who knows? Uh, but we'll be definitely doing more anime down the line. And I'll be talking about anime, uh, not an anime month. Um, mm-hmm. This is just a fun thing to do uh, to get a bunch of it out of the way or mm-hmm. to talk about a lot of it. So, But that's going to do it for this episode, guys. You can check us out at AnimationDestination.com, on Facebook at Animation Destination, uh, on Twitter at AnimationPod. You can check us out at DestinationComics.com slash DNN with all of our other podcasts and good stuff from there. You can check those out on there as well. Uh, next week uh, might be Star Wars Rebels series finale, so stay tuned. Thank you for listening, DNN.